0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Mullison Peak podcast. Today you are joined by me, Robert Templeton, who's the marketing assistant at Mullison Peak and Shelley Fitzpatrick, who's in the commercial department. So welcome Shelley.
1: Thank you.
0: Today we will be talking about lease extensions. So Shelley, what should I do first if I'm looking at extending a lease?
1: The first thing that people normally think about when they know they need to extend a lease is how they're going to finance it. It's quite a hard question in that there's no set amount to pay for a lease extension. So what I normally tell people to do if they are a leaseholder looking to extend their lease is firstly instruct a surveyor to carry out a report. A surveyor will then be able to give you a range for the premium you are likely to pay for the lease extension.
0: What are the two different types of lease extension, Shelley?
1: There is what's known as an informal lease extension where you agree terms of a new lease, be it the extended term the premium used to be ground rent but that's now changed all lease extensions are at zero with your landlord or there is a formal lease extension also known as a statutory lease extension whereby you extend your lease under the leasehold reform housing and Urban Development Act 1993 and the procedure that's laid
0: out in that excellent cool so what is the first step in a statutory route for the lease extension on a flat
1: The first thing that you would need to do, as mentioned previously, is instruct a surveyor to carry out a valuation so you'd know what premium you're looking at. I would then normally check the qualification under the statute, which is how long you have been the registered proprietor and also some other technical things such as the length of your lease. Once that's been completed, then we would look to draft a section 42 notice. It's also known as the initial notice to be served on your landlord, informing them that you want to extend your lease.
0: Would I need to have a surveyor?
1: I always tell people that yes, whether you are a landlord or a leaseholder, you need a surveyor to be instructed. They carry out reports that look at various variables, which quite frankly are not my level of expertise, and they would tell you what you're looking to pay. The other issue is is that if you don't instruct a surveyor as a leaseholder and you put forward a really low figure for the lease extension, that could invalidate the notice and you could also be time barred for a year before you can embark down the statutory route
0: again. Great, thank you. After that then, what happens next? Are you drafting and serving notice?
1: Yes, so we draft the section 42 notice, that will put forward to your landlord all of the terms of the lease that we want changed, so that would be the years, the ground rent, also any other terms that we think would make the lease um, invalidated, and also put forward the premium. That's then sent out to leaseholders to be signed, they return it to us and we serve it on the landlord and any other parties to the original lease, such as the managing agents.
0: Great, thank you Shelley. Could you explain to the listeners then, what about um, deposits and costs?
1: So, in relation to informal lease extensions, landlords sometimes ask for an undertaking for fees up front so we would know their fees. Um, With statutory lease extensions, the landlord is permitted to request a 10% deposit. Now, that 10% is the figure we've put forward in the initial Section 42 notice. Not all landlords ask for it, but some do.
0: Could you also explain what is a counter notice?
1: The counter notice is the notice we receive back from the landlord and it usually admits the claim in certain circumstances. They may reject the claim, for instance, if the initial notice is invalid that we've served or the leaseholder did not meet the criteria. That counter notice would then state the points which they accept can be changed in the lease and also either accepts the premium put forward in the initial notice or rejects it and puts forward a higher premium.
0: After that then what is the next step? Is there negotiations?
1: There are negotiations on the premium and the lease so if the counter notice put for, puts forward a higher figure than that in the initial notice then the surveyors would start to negotiate on the premium. Also we would receive a draft lease if we're acting for the leaseholder or send out one if we're acting for the freeholder and
0: the solicitors would start to go
1: backwards and forwards on that draft lease.
0: What happens if there is no agreement?
1: You have six months from the date of the counter notice to come to an agreement of all terms, so that includes premium and the draft lease. If there's no agreement, then an application to the tribunal needs to be made. The tribunal can determine the premium and the form of the draft lease, but more importantly, that date is particularly important because if an application isn't made then the initial notice we served is deemed invalid and the leaseholder will be time barred for a year before they can make a further application.
0: Thank you Shelley. What happens then when it is an informal lease extension on a flat?
1: In theory informal lease extensions are much more straightforward in that you would agree terms of the lease with your landlord and the draft lease is formulated that would then be agreed and moved to completion. Unfortunately, in practice, they can be quite long-winded. For instance, if a leaseholder has a mortgage over the property, then consent would need to be obtained from the mortgage lender for the lease extension. The other issue is with form, in, sorry, informal lease extensions is that a landlord can imply impose any terms they want in relation to a lease, and there isn't any way that you can challenge this in a tribunal
0: what happens then when terms are agreed last question for you today shelley
1: when terms are agreed we would then um, speak with the landlord solicitors and we would start to agree on costs and give an undertaking and then a draft lease would be prepared we'd then go backwards and forwards on the draft lease and once it's agreed we'd look to complete like i said previously if you have a mortgage over the property we'd also need to obtain consent from the lender in order to um, complete on the lease extension.
0: Thank you, Shelley, for taking part in today's podcast on lease extensions. For more information, you can call us today on 01708 784000.